Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I have a tendency to take a lot of artistic license with this stuff and just kind of plagiarize and grab whatever sounds like it'll fit for the occasion, but every now and then you hit a little gem. And there are times you really want to put yourself into a more uncomfortable situation than you're normally okay with. Because when you're looking to write about something, the more dramatic or the more silly or outrageous it is, the better it is. I once went to a workshop on how to write sitcoms. And they said if you think about regular life as being the middle of a road, the further away from the middle of the road you can get is where comedy exists. So if you think about it, look at shows like The Big Bang Theory. And it's it's almost a carbon copy of Golden Girls. But you look at the character of, of Sheldon. And if you're not familiar with the show, it's okay. I'll give you a, like a, a little thumb drawing here. Sheldon's not just a genius. He's the genius. And he doesn't just have those odd OCD traits that some geniuses have. He has severe OCD. So it's like the further away from the middle of that road, the funnier he got. And so, like Howard Wallowitz. Wallowitz was not just a perv. He was the perv. He was like perv beyond perv. And I think everybody can relate to these characters because in the back of every guy's head, they're a little bit of a perv. Sometimes to a more harsh degree, sometimes to a lesser degree. But he's there. And in a few women's heads, too. No need to hold your hands up. We know who you are. And then there's Raj. Raj plays the very shy foreigner. And in the early seasons, he was so shy, he couldn't even talk to women. As uh, Leonard's mother called it, selective mutism, which is a term. Evidently, it exists. I've never seen it before. I've never heard of it before. But evidently, they got a term for it because some people, somebody's got to have it somewhere. But that's why they're so funny. It's like they're not just two feet off of that middle of the road, they're about a mile away from the road itself. So far to the extreme that they're just ris- ridiculous. They're funny. And that's where the Golden Girls came from. Golden Girls, if you look at it, had the normal character. And then it had the slutty character. It had the intelligent character. Then it had the really awkward, kind of almost like a foreign type character. The two shows are almost interactive. Are, are interchangeable. But that is kind of the thinking, is that if you're looking to create something that's going to be successful, you either get wildly creative, or you go after the low-hanging fruit and copy what has worked elsewhere. So, with that in mind, I sometimes go out of my way to put myself in the middle of, like, horrifically out-of-my-comfort-zone type areas just so that I can, you know, make my observations from there. Because I know that regular life is, you know, you try writing 700 posts to this podcast, or to this blog and from the uh, that became the podcast, you eventually run out of shit, so you start looking for more stuff. And shockingly, you don't have to go far. Sometimes it's within your same city. So with that in mind, is today's episode, Into the Mouth of Hell, Rode the Caffeinated 600, on today's Caffeinated Humor.
Heading into downtown Los Angeles, California is a lot like a frightening road trip into the bowels of hell. But willingly. It's always a toss-up as to whether or not you get out alive again. Today, I'm headed to the Fashion District. Not for any specific need of mine, but as the hired muscle, a lackey if you will, brought along to carry the heavy stuff. Definitely not the kind of glamour job I normally prefer. At 0800 on a Saturday morning is one of the few times that you can drive on the 110 freeway headed north into downtown Los Angeles and not continually mutter the word fuck while playing stop and go with the rest of Los Angeles. Parking can be a bitch. However, at this time of the morning, it is not. My employer for this trip has a favorite parking garage in the middle of the area that is always empty at this hour of the morning. Now let me get the following sequence of events straight. I want to make sure I don't mess it up. As we were pulling onto the third floor of the parking lot, three young Asian girls were just leaving their car, walking back towards where we had just entered and headed for the elevators. We parked, locked everything up, made sure we locked everything up, and then began walking back towards those same elevators. We were halfway across the lot when the girls ran shrieking from the small elevator lobby. Now when you see people, even flighty little Asian girls, running and screaming, there should always be a little voice in the back of your head that goes, Hey, you know, I wonder what they're running from. Now that little voice in the back of my head didn't have to wait very long for an answer. The girls were a third of the way down the entry ramp when he came out. I usually nickname people, especially the homeless, that I write about, but I'm kind of coming up snake eyes here, so a description is going to have to do. His skin is grubby white, and his hair is a spiky reddish blonde, and he bears a striking resemblance to the heat miser. And if you have no idea who it is, Google it, choose video, watch it. It's a claymation cartoon, you'll love it, or you'll despise it. I did both. Now, in a direct move in the direction of pushing it, we opted to, cho- to go for the elevator. Surely he'll like us, right? Besides, maybe he has a thing about Asians. Who doesn't? Now, as we passed the homeless guy, made sure my employer was on my left, and got on the elevator, we passed within just a few feet of him. Now this poor fucker was in some bad shape. I've mentioned the elite homeless of Manhattan Beach, the the stellar homeless of Hollywood Boulevard. I mean, those people had serious game, were working in the biggest stages of the homeless arena. But downtown, that's where the homeless go when they got nowhere else to go because there's not a lot of spare change to be had in downtown Los Angeles. I have never seen a man with such wildly bloodshot eyes. Now, I'm not sure what drug does that to your eyes, but this guy needs to lay off of it for at least an entire day, just for for the love of God. I mean, at this point, the heavy urine smell, it's almost his best quality. It's a lot like going to the zoo and getting close to the lion cage, but, but without the bars, and you never know when the lion might attack you. The lion, in this case, being a urine-smelling, red-eyed, meth windigo. They're so majestic, those homeless in the mist. What does a man have to do to get some coffee around here? Part 1. Part 1.